So a former ambassador to Israel is suing the federal liberals and claiming that uh, they fired her in bad faith. Her name is Vivian Berkovici, and she was appointed to the Tel Aviv Post by Stephen Harper back in 2014. She didn't have diplomatic experience, which you don't have to, but she was a very outspoken and staunch supporter of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. So right away, you just had to have known that this woman would have been an outsider to the new government coming in. I mean, there's no question that the Harper and Trudeau government view and treat Israel very, very differently. And so shortly after the election, she would get a call saying she was done. Her job's finished. And in the statement of claim, it's not about whether the government had the right to fire her, but it alleges that, quote, countless people in global affairs ministry intentionally and maliciously waged a campaign of abuse against the plaintiff designed to malign, undermine, and destroy her and her credibility. And so she claims that her boss was out to get her right from the start and that the staff would, quote, feel total elation to see her gone. So she's now seeking $10 million and a $31,000 pension fund that she feels she is owed. Let's bring in the lawyer who is handling this particular case. It is a big one. Her name, Natalie McDonald, and she is with McDonald and Associates Employment Law. She joins me to break this case down now. Natalie, at the core of this case, um, it's not about being fired because these positions are so precarious anyway. So what really is at the root of this? Well, you're absolutely right, Alex. We are living in a time when abuse and harassment is no longer tolerated, and we have to take a stand. This case is solely about the unconscionable behavior that our former ambassador to Israel experienced not only over the course of her appointment and just prior to the appointment, but which continued right up until today. And what our client has experienced is deplorable for anyone, any employee, but especially reprehensible for a person who was a representative of our country and served Canada in the midst of a war in Israel. Um, And when she went to the public service for support, She was treated in an unconscionable way, which we have detailed in our statement of claim through the alphabet A to Z. This just can't be acceptable, Alex, as to how the government treats its people representing our country. I mean, and that's what the case is about. Right, because in that claim, um, Miss. Berkovici says or states that she believes her new bosses were out to get her from the start, Um, you know, using language like they would be totally ecstatic or totally elated to see her gone. That's quite right. We've pleaded that in the statement of claim. You're absolutely right. But does she have proof of that? How can she prove that? Well, with respect to that, I mean, I can't get into the details right now of of that because that's certainly evidence, and I'm I'm not at liberty to speak about that um, moving forward. But what I can say is that I mean, essentially, no one has the right to be treated um, in a hostile manner or as an enemy, um, which is exactly what happened throughout the course of her 
appointment, and that's really what the issue is about. Um, you were quite correct when you said it's about manner of, of, of uh, dismissal. It's not about whether or not she could be dismissed. It is the manner of dismissal, and that's exactly what we're speaking about. And in particular, the extraordinary damages that we are claiming um, are damages which pertain to the moral damages as a result of the manner of dismissal. And uh, from a legal perspective, we are taking the position that, in fact, it caused her great mental distress. Uh, but certainly the claim is about, um, you know, a breach of the contractual duty of good faith and honesty, as well as damages for fiduciary duty. So in other words, Miss Berkovici expected to be fired because that's what happens generally in an administration change, but it's that they did not pay her out as according to her as she should have been entitled to. And then on top of that, you, it, what it sounds like in the claim is that, you know, she feels she went through unnecessary, uh, you know, um, emotional trauma on top of it. Well, to simplify it, if I'm simplifying it too much, correct me where I'm wrong. I yeah, no, Alex, it's not. It's not about a payout. It's about it's about what it happened to her, and essentially, manner of dismissal. When the courts consider that the manner of dismissal is about both pre and post termination misconduct. Mm -hmm. So the pre termination misconduct is very very important in understanding everything that did happen because. Essentially, I mean, you know, Ms. Ms. Berkovich was, in fact, sidelined and questioned. Her competency, competency was questioned um, during and, again, at the very start of her appointment from the, the first prime minister's official visit to Israel in January of 2014. And then... There was a course of conduct that took place whereby she would bring, you know, concerns about the official residence uh, to bear, which were really rebuffed or ignored. Uh, she would bring concerns about the way she's been defamed in the media, and and she would not get any support. Um, essentially, the the issue of um, her own authority was something that was highly questionable, just given the fact that she she you know she really had no authority, um, given the fact that um, you know there were instances, and I'm sure you've read the claim where, in fact, she was sort of caught between a rock and a hard place in the sense that she had to either choose between between the minister's directive at the time or ignore her direct report. Um, so, I mean, there was scapegoating that went on in terms of, you know, she had made a request for uh, an audit on the previous ambassador's operational management, and uh, essentially she found out it was turned on her. Um, and that was another issue that, that, you know, infiltrated her appointment. Uh, the, essentially, she was told when she went to uh, get support that it's you know defamation is merely part of her job. Uh, her loyalty to Canada was constantly questioned. Um, I mean, certainly that was a huge issue. And so, you let know. me just step in. Sure, is her absolutely. belief is her belief it was because of her politics that she was treated the way she was? 
I'm not able to comment on her beliefs. I can't. I can't possibly comment. But Fair enough. But this is a, a David versus Goliath fight. I mean, you've got a, a former, you know, ambassador uh, or diplomat. Um, it's a, a she said, you know, against what she claims they said. It's a big fight. It's definitely a big fight. And I can tell you I'm the author of Extraordinary Damages in Canadian Employment Law. And I've also argued the leading case um, Gallia and Walmart, and I can say I don't. Uh, I don't start ten million dollar lawsuits unless I feel that I'm very confident about them. And we've we also intend to move against the the five named individuals as well. The issue, Alex, is that no one has to put up with abuse and harassment in this day and age. And certainly, it can't just be you know the fact that. She's appointed at pleasure because I know that that was certainly an issue that that um, has arisen, and she has the right, as everybody does, to a work environment free from harassment and abuse, and the right to have her concerns heard. And our claim is all about the fact that they were not. Interesting case, definitely one we will be watching, and uh, I appreciate um, you joining us. Oh, well, thank you very much, Alex. I appreciate it. Thank you uh, for having me. Natalie McDonald over at McDonald & Associates. Big case. It'll get lots of headlines uh, because that's what happens when you decide to sue the federal government. You get the headlines. From Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.